Hey guys, you are now tuned in to the Two Dope Podcast. You can find video clips from this episode and all of our other episodes on Instagram and YouTube. In addition, you can visit our website, twodicksonapod.com, to easily locate all of our social media accounts. If you enjoy the show, like, comment, share, and subscribe to our channel, as well as follow us on social media. And don't forget, turn on those notifications so you never miss a beat whenever new content drops. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Dope Podcast. Hello. So, did you know that the only way you can get a tiger to eat a human person is by dousing them in sardine oil? You know, I said I wasn't going to do this. and We kind of said we wouldn't do this, but we ended up doing it. We binge-watched Tiger King. I kind of feel ashamed of myself. Yeah, all I have to say is, what the fuck is going on in that show? <laughs> I think this is like perfect name, what in the tarnation's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the only time you can really use that phrase. Yeah, correctly. that show is hella redneck. I have like, come, my God. I have come to one conclusion on this movie, or not movie, I don't know why I always say that, on this show, documentary, you know what that is? What's that? You have to be a really big-time redneck to own exotic animals. That's what it seems like. <laughs> like, all of those exotic animal owners or, like, private zoo owners were absolutely redneck to the max. I wonder how many are actually like that or unless they went out and scouted the really, really weird ones. You know, that's probably what it is because, you know, there's a lot of people that are famous who aren't rednecks that own exotic animals. They just probably don't talk about it. I think uh, Mike Tyson is probably the only prolific celebrity who is open about owning a tiger or had owned a tiger at one point in time. Yeah, but he didn't own multiple. I think it's the people that own multiple or have the zoos. Yeah. Those are the weird ones. They're super redneck or super bizarre. Or or flamboyant. Flamboyant or felons. Yeah, crazy people. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, I definitely have a leather jacket and a bunch of other ridiculous attire on because Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe below. I wonder if Jeff Lowe is related to Rob Lowe. I don't know. Probably not. They look like completely different people, but I think Jeff Lowe, he's the real Tiger King. You think so? Yeah, because he, he swooped into that bitch and just took that shit over. He did. He did. That's the making of a king. <laughs> like The empire. Joe Exotic was like the prince. And when he got in trouble, the king came in and just took that shit over. It's like, boop, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like he flicked him away. But man, this show is so fucking bizarre. I didn't really know what to expect because before we even started watching it, I just kept seeing these memes show up on the internet about, you know, gay tiger owners <laughs> and doing meth and having cults and fucking Carol Baskins. What did you really think Tiger King was about before we started watching? Before I started watching, I thought it was just going to be about some gay tiger owner <laughs> who was trying to keep his tigers while Carol Baskins continued to try to take them away. I mean, that's not too far off. Minus, like, a bunch of weird details. 
Yeah, that, that shit was way more bizarre than I thought it was going to be. And holy fuck. I can't stop looking at you because you look just like <laughs> Rob Wolf. <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed. <laughs> Uh, you know what even works too is because I don't have eyebrows and fucking Rob Lowe looks like he doesn't have eyebrows. Like I, I know he does, but they're so gray that they just don't show up on his face. It's just disturbing. <laughs> I don't it, like this. It like authenticates the outfit. Yeah. We're going to have to stay away from each other for a while after this. This, this image is going to be burned in your head. Yeah. Like I want to be laying in bed with you tonight or I'm going to be laying in bed with Rob Lowe. That's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is better than laying in bed with Joe Exotic. True. To be real, though, he probably would never lay in bed with a woman. Well, no, he's really actually gay. How funny is it, though, that his two ex-husbands both were not gay? How in the world did Joe like, convince them that they were gay? Dude, fucking tigers and money. But did he really have that much money? I mean, at the time, he probably did. Because he was successful. He didn't start losing money until he went after Carol, Carol Baskins. Baskins. He lost millions. Yeah, well, he, well. he had to uh, pay out on a $1 million settlement, Ugh. plus the money that he spent. Court fees. Court fees and trying to, to fight her. And, you know, she's all kinds of made out of money. Of course. Like, they didn't have no problem spending $2 million to fight those cases. Well, I mean, her... Ex or her late husband. I don't know how you would put it. He yeah. was filthy rich. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, how the fuck does Joe end up in jail for some conspiracy shit? And then and then Carol Baskins and Jeff Lowe are still just hanging out. I think out in the real world. I think this goes back to the philosophy and many people argue against it. But that there is more value on animal life than human life. Because the charges for him being in prison for supposedly getting something going of trying to hire a hitman to kill Carol Baskins, that there wasn't really much to run off of, that they had just enough to get him in jail, but not enough to really keep him in. That's why they dug up all that evidence and dug up all the tigers. Yeah, yeah, because they needed more. There were, that, that whole case on him like hiring a hitman was so loose. Like, there was not enough there to, like, really indict him on that. But how in the world did that, like, pitbull-looking dude, I don't even know his name, the one with the teardrop, how did he not get any charges? Alan? Alan. Because he got immunity to to testify against Joe as being the hired hitman, and he never actually committed a crime. So as long All they needed was a person to say he was the hitman and that he indeed accepted money from Joe. And that's where all that shit got spun because that other dude tried to set Joe up mm -hmm. with a with an undercover agent who was going to pose as a, a hired hitman. Mm -hmm. And they got Joe saying all of that stuff about, yeah, 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 let's do this and, and plot it and whatnot. But no money was ever exchanged. So they couldn't run off that case. So they had to go with this Allen guy. And who knows what kind of bullshit he made up because it was clear when Allen and Jeff came on the show, him and Joe did not get along. So, like, how would they come about trying to scheme this plot? Yeah, it, it definitely appears set up. Yeah. And plus, too, for, like, $3,000, no one's going to travel halfway across the country to kill someone for $3,000. Like, that's barely enough money to make it there and back. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're going to kill somebody, you need your pockets lined. Oh, yeah. Like, even, like, $10,000 is not enough. Like, hitmen are not cheap. 
And I don't know from experience, but just from (laughs) (laughs) based based on what I've heard, hitmen are not cheap. Like you can't just go about throwing around three thousand dollars to have someone killed. Well, yeah, because they got to try to get away without getting caught. Well, not only that, but it's just risky business. Like that's high risk. And three thousand dollars, that ain't shit for money. For real. It's kind of sad that it got to the point where Joe had to sell tigers for that to happen. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Because allegedly on what Joe was saying was that he sold tigers to give money to Alan because that's what Jeff told him to do. And it had nothing to do with hiring a hitman. It had everything to do with the fact that this, this you know, hired person who technically works for Jeff but works on Joe's zoo doesn't listen to a damn thing that that joe says all i get to from this is just a bunch of he said she said stuff yeah that's really all it is it's a bunch of people who are hungry for power and money i think and uh meth. <laughs> and meth it's not yeah. messing around richard <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's uh whew. and then on top of that though too like from what I gathered watching this, because I didn't really know a lot about, like, exotic animal zoos and and refuge zoos, is that both those people, whether it's for relief or for show, are both doing the same fucking thing. All you got to do is change that title and it makes a big difference. Like, h- how is Carol's setup, Big Cat Rescue, any different? Like, her shit looks way poorer than, than Joe's setup did. And she had more money than him. Yeah. How? Why? Like, those animals look like they're living a worse life. But they're doing the same exact thing. They just titled it differently. Of course. I think that's what ASPCA and stuff like that does. It's just so. that title. Yeah, because those places euthanize animals all the time. Yeah, and they have them sitting in cages waiting to be adopted. And then when they don't, they kill them. Yeah, so they're not different. No, they're not different. It's all about money. It's like that, those fucking stupid commercials, too, where they ask you to donate money to, like, those organizations or whatever to support the animals that are in these cages and stuff like that. But, like, commercials like that also are not cheap to produce and put on mm-hmm. national television. I've I seen a really funny commercial like that. I mean, it's not funny that the polar bears were in bad shape, but they were trying to raise money to have you donate to help feed the polar bears. And they're, like motto or whatever was you can adopt a polar bear today it's like no you can't how do you know which one you paid for and right. all that. you can adopt a piece of paper that says <laughs> that you own a, or adopted a polar bear but like there's fucking no vitality to that that's like people who buy those certificates that say they bought a star i was just like the fuck that. you can't buy a star <laughs> bring it down here let's keep it here <laughs> it's like if you ever like paid off a polar bear you wouldn't be able to bring it here and live it have a live here no no there's no way Stop. yeah but back to tiger king though do you think that carol baskins <laughs> killed her husband yeah i was kind of like on the fence because a lot of the movie you can see that it's like a he said she said type thing so you don't really know what side to go on but where the point of that kind of really sold it for me was how carol baskins was going into really detail about how to Get a lion to eat a human. Yeah, like talking about how you just need to then, douse them in sardine oil. Yeah, and she's like, like looking herself like a lion, like, "Ho, you seen a lion do that to your husband?" Yeah, she know. Oh yeah, like 
where did this dude disappear to? There was no tracking of anything. Right. And then, and then like, the argument, too, was that if she fed him to a tiger, that, you know, There'd be there would have been remains and stuff. But it's, like, not if you cut the fucking dude up and then feed it in sessions. Like, you don't just throw an entire body into the cage and say, here you go. Right. Like, even when you feed tigers and lions and shit normally in a yeah, zoo, you don't give, like yeah, you don't throw the whole fucking cow in there. <laughs> And then, like, expect them to just tear it apart. Like, no, you cut it into pieces. And that's probably exactly what she did with her husband. She cut him into pieces, fed him to a succession of tigers over a period of time. Oh, yeah. Because the other thing that, too, is also sketchy is one day after five years of being declared missing, she had them declare him dead so she could collect that money. Of course. She greedy. Dude, everything about her is sketchy. She's so weird. She reminds you, like... I don't believe in witches, but, like, if I did, she'd be one. Yeah. She's so creepy. And she looks like an old woman going through a midlife crisis trying to look like she's 20. Yeah, for real. What the fuck? Let's talk about the WTF. Her pictures from being married. Did you see those? Yes. <laughs> what the hell? He is. Whoops. There's a bunch of weirdos. He's probably scared that she'll chop him up and feed him to the lions. Well, he, he knows that. Oh, yeah. She killed her late husband, and he's like, I'm going to just do whatever the hell this bitch says because I'm not trying to die or get fed to no lions or tigers. That's just... Could you imagine, though, really being married to somebody like her? You could tell, too, that stress was, like, getting to her, too, with all this shit because, like, the way she looked when she was younger, like, even though there are similarities, like, she looks fucking beat now. Oh, yeah. She's guilty. Exactly. Like, the stress of, of all this guilt has made her look awful. Do you think Joe really did try hiring a hitman, or do you think it was just part of the movies, like, things that he said spliced together? I think he was I think he was set up. Now, I don't think there's any doubt that he wanted her dead. Oh, yeah. Because, like... Some videos of him saying, yeah, oh, all, all that shit, but, fine. like, I don't think that Joe, number one, is probably smart enough to seek out a real hitman. Right. Because dude is, dude is pretty fucking dumb. Uh, and I think the other thing, too, is that a lot of his life was all show. So, uh. like, no, none of that was, like, real down to life who he was. Because they even mentioned, too, like, how he's actually scared of tigers and big cats. Mm -hmm. And that all the shots that he does with, like, tigers and stuff, either they're blind or they're injured or they're sedated so right. that he can be in the cages with them. And then that one time that one tiger got to his shoes, like, he was freaking the fuck out about that. Yeah, nobody was coming to help me out. Yeah, he even pulled out his gun and was about to shoot that tiger between the eyes. Like, when he like when he got drugged behind that little play area. You, I can't look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have this image engraved in my brain. This is disgusting. But obviously, you know, with the killing the tigers thing, like, that, that shit happened. But that goes back, too, to, to all, you know, he said, she said, like, all those people who worked for Joe all testified and said that he was killing perfectly good tigers out of either spite or anger. And then Joe goes and says, no, those tigers were either ill or injured or they were old and they needed to be put down. And that's just the best way to put down tigers. Just a it's the most affordable way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's probably more likely, yeah. What is I, I can only imagine how much one syringe of, of lethal injection cost versus for a tiger one, yeah versus one hollow point between the eyes yeah five dollars versus like five grand yeah 
I, I don't know how much it costs to put a tiger down, but. I imagine it's not cheap. Those are, because, you know, like, lethal injection for a human doesn't take a lot, but those are fucking 600-pound tigers, like. Their it's head take is, a like, this big, at least, I think. I mean, look at how big so, this one is. It's a fucking toy. <laughs> was that one put to sleep? Yeah, it's a prop now. It's dead. Uh, taxidermy. Taxidermy. <laughs> <laughs> taxidermy. <laughs> nice. But part of the, um, where they were, like, interviewing Carol Baskins, she was talking, and, like, she was, like, all, like, oh, yeah, there's no way you could do that. And then all of a sudden, like, I think she thought the camera wasn't on her, and then she was, like, like, you could see, like, the worry or, like, doubt in her mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of the stuff that she said in interviews, she didn't say with a lot of confidence. No. It's probably, like, I hope my attorney says this is okay. I don't think she really believed in herself too much. I think really she was just in it for the money. I mean, she got into the whole thing because of money. Like she got with that dude for money, for money. And I think he was the one that was like into the tigers and mm-hmm. stuff. And then she got into that business because she was with that guy right. and then plotted to get rid of him. Cause she had that journal and shit too, where she talked about trying to figure out a way to get out of the marriage. Cause she didn't like it no more. Mm-hmm. And then probably found out that if she divorced him, she wasn't going to get nothing. Number two. So she said, fuck it, I'll kill him. That's the third one. Can you imagine, like, how bad of luck this woman really has, thinking that she's gotten away with murder of her husband, and 20 years later somebody makes a documentary about it? Yeah. I (laughs) I don't think that this shit is over. Like that one dude with with the fake legs, the prosthetics. Um, I can't get none of these people's names straight. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's so many. John. John? John, yeah, yeah, yeah. My ignorance is That's okay. Real. <laughs> You're, uh, I don't claim to know anything, though, so. You are Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Well, I mean, we literally did just finish watching this, and we had to talk about it. Dude, if you age another 30 years, you're going to look just like this dude. What? If I keep dressing like this? <laughs> no, and then if you age another 30 years. I bet he wishes he could look like you when he was 30. (laughs) (laughs) But man, Jeff, though, he's fucking super sketchy, too, all the shit that he got into. But the other reason, too, why I think he's the Tiger King is the sketchy shit that he was doing that that Joe never did, like sneaking cubs in suitcases into hotels so he could pose with those cubs with celebrities and, and shit like that, like. That's some fucking sketchy shit. That's some genius stuff, though. Can you imagine how much money he got from that? Right. Like, I'm sure each person probably paid at least $100 to have photos and play with cubs. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, the really low end of that. And there's no doubt in my mind that he set Joe up because it would be a lot, like, more affordable for him to take Joe's zoo than to start his own. Mm Because I don't... I don't believe he didn't have money to start his own zoo. Like, he could have did that shit on his own. It was just a tight But one. it was like, if he could just steal this one from Joe, because he knew that Joe was in some shit and needed help because he was losing all kinds of money trying to fight Carol Baskins. Bail me out, bro. He was like, this is my perfect opportunity to steal this shit from under this fucking gay redneck and get my own zoo, <laughs> save some dollars by just taking this shit over. Yeah, he didn't have to buy the animals. No, because they were already there. Yeah. And then he hired some other people to bring some other stuff, but that's way cheaper than starting it on his own. They had problems with him. Well, yeah, everyone had fucking problems with Jeff because he's sketchy. 
sketchy. I mean, look at how he fucking dressed. Yeah. I look like a fucking idiot. You do. I have to admit that one. Do you think he wears that leather jacket in the middle of summer? Well, he did say that he wears the leather jacket because they don't declaw the tigers and the leather, like, protects his arms when he's dealing with them, like, during travel and stuff like that. Because it, it never really looked like he had them on when he was in the cage with them. But, like, if he was traveling with them or handling them outside of the cage or whatever they were doing, he, he seemed to always have it on. But why did the leather jackets always look nice? I've never seen... Because he wore a different one every time. Like, every shot of a different day, he had a different jacket on. But the dude's got fucking money. I was about to say, that takes a lot of money. Because how much does a, like, real leather jacket cost? Like, Dude, hundreds like, of dollars? Yeah, they're a few hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't know if all of them were necessarily real. But, like, dude had money. I mean, he showed up to that bitch in a Ferrari. <laughs> he's probably wearing pleather jackets. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he knew they were going to get ruined. So he's like, I'm not buying real ones. But I bet you all the shots where he was doing interviews and stuff and he's just chilling like he's got the real leather on. The real leather is for when he's in front of the camera. You think he wears leather panties? Maybe. Protect that little dick of his. The weird thing is, too, how did he get such a pretty young girl? Tigers. She's a gold digger. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he does. He did the same thing that Joe did, but just with women instead of dudes. Like, Joe brings in young dudes and woos them with tigers and money and gifts and shit. And then he does the same thing to young girls. He's, it's the same thing that that Doc Antle guy does, where he's got that fucking cult. Oh, yeah, all the one those in young Beach. girls. Yeah. He woos them all into his sanctuary with, uh, with fucking tigers and... That's some Charles Manson stuff. <laughs> yeah. But he puts them up in nice houses that are on his land, gives I'm, them whatever they want, but then works them to fucking death. I made you who you are. Assigns them new names. Dude, that's creepy. Yeah. They're all fucking weirdos. Man, can you really imagine, though, like, you're not gay, but you marry a gay guy, and you know if you marry a gay guy, you're going to be doing stuff. Yeah. They were at least kissing. I do know right, that. Right. Well, like, they showed them kissing. That's what I'm saying. So you yeah. got to be somewhat gay to be kissing a dude. So do you think those two, well, they were probably weren't catching. Let's just put it that way. They were the pitchers because Joe looks like the kind of dude who, who takes it. Like he doesn't give it like he's definitely like the more femi gay. And those other two dudes are more like. The regular dude gay kind of thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like the man and the two-man relationship. Two-man relationship. Right, because right. there's always one dude who is definitely femi, and then there's always the more manly gay guy. There's a female, there's a male. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of like a weird thing to think about. Like, was Joe giving or receiving? I think he was receiving. He was giving gifts so that he could receive. Okay. So, if you were in those guys' shoes, would you take it or receive it? That's the same thing. (laughs) Would you? Which one? Take it or receive it? That's the same thing. Taking it and receiving it is the same thing. Is it? Yeah, you'd either have to give or receive. Would you rather... Taking is receiving. (laughs) In my head, I totally heard giving or receiving. Which one would you do? Would you give the gift I, I think, or would you receive it? I think giving it, 
you could argue in your head that it's not as gay as receiving it. You think so? Yeah. Ugh. I don't even want to think about that old 50-year-old sausage and 20-year-old sausage. Mm. Shit's gay anyway. That's gross. <laughs> like, could you really imagine, like, seeing <laughs> Joe up behind you? Like, with that yeah, mullet? See, Just the bangs flopping? I bet you any money it's the other way around. Do you have bad knee and stuff? Yeah, there's no, there's no way he was putting in work. Ugh. I don't even know. But yeah, before we close this one out, though, like there was so much stuff in those seven episodes of that docu series that just spun shit around constantly. It always had you on your toes. Like they were like reusing clips in different episodes, but spinning the story. So, like, the first part was, like, really spinning it towards Joe's side and making it look like, you know, Carol was this fucking evil bitch, which I still believe she is. Oh, yeah. But, like, he was trying to do things for the right reasons. And then in the later half of the docuseries, it's like, nah, Joe is, like, one crazy-ass motherfucker and everyone who worked for him also didn't like him and all thought he was a fucking lunatic. Yeah. It's like, Christ almighty. Yeah, it's so crazy that how they flip things around, like, Two situations right here. Well, actually, one. I'll just go on to the other in a minute. Um, what's his nuts? I can't think of his name. Travis. How they said that he up and killed himself. Like, it was a suicide thing. Like, they have, like, the clip of him, like, smoking a cigarette. Like, oh, this is my last cigarette before I die. I didn't know he wasn't going to go wrestle a 600-pound lion or tiger. Right, because that could have been completely taken out of context. Right. And then the, I don't even know his name, the guy that worked behind the desk, that was <laughs> Joe. Oh, yeah. uh, his campaign manager? I yeah, don't the, the campaign manager, was. yeah, that dude. Um, how he said that Joe just bought him a gun and stuff like that, and he was like, oh, do you know how to get a gun to not fire or something like no, that? No, he said that, that, did you know that Rugers can't fire without a clip? Right. And he put the gun to his head to prove the point. And there was one in the chamber and he shot himself. Yeah. And his, Joe's campaign manager said it wasn't a suicide. That, that was completely accidental. But then, like, there's other clips from before that where they, like, tried to spin the story. Like, no, nah, it was suicide. He mm-hmm. wanted out of that relationship because he was tired of being, you know, contained. Like, he felt like he couldn't do anything. It was the evil against the evil in this situation. But seriously, though, John, he was the toothless tattoo dude. Was that John? I thought John was the guy with the fake legs. Was there two Johns? There's two Johns. John has no legs and John has no teeth. Oh. They got something in common. They're missing shit. (laughs) But for real, that transformation of John, the toothless John. Oh, yeah. When they on that, uh, the, you know, after after the show, Mm -hmm. the after show episode, he looks really good. Yeah. I do cleaned up really well having fake teeth. For real. Yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, like, he looked like a normal person. Like, in the show, he looked batshit crazy, too. Like, he looked like a hardcore meth addict, even though he claimed he didn't really do meth, and he just... Haven't you noticed all of the people that had rotted or no teeth were like, yeah, I don't do meth, I don't do drugs, don't do drugs. Oh, yeah, like, in that that, uh, after show, they're like, I'm tired of people accusing me of using drugs, I don't do drugs. Like, bro, you fucking look like the poster child for meth addicts. How the fuck are you going to convince anybody you don't do drugs? Like, really, the only person who could likely do that are the two Johns. Because in those in the no. post-production, yeah, they both cleaned up. Well, they did, yeah. 
All those other people, though, even the guy who was who was like filming the reality TV show, all of those other dudes all look like they were fucked up. That's true. Yeah, recording. Some of them really looked high. Yeah. Poor Joe, though. Man, he lost one of his husbands by like an accidental suicide. Yep. Then he lost the other to a woman. Yep. He can't compete with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I bet you he's having the time of his life in prison. You think so? Might be. Nothing but sausage in that cell. Yeah, but I don't think he's getting treated like that. It's uh, kind of like like if pedophiles that were gay were in prison, they're not having the time of their lives. They're not getting they're getting treated like shit. But he's not a pedophile. Yeah, but he's a uh, he's a uh, uh, he's in there for abusing animals. Yeah, that's true. And it's like he said before, you know, it's obvious that animal life is more valuable somehow than human superseded life. human life. Yeah, like what? Say what? Yeah. Show's messed up. Yeah. Anyway, I imagine that there's got to be more that's got to come out. Like, now that this show is such a hit, they've got to go out and try to do some more. You got to dig up the dirt. And this shit's going to carry on because, like, there's no way that, that either Jeff or Carol come out of this shit clean. No. Like, there's got to be people out there who saw this and they're like, oh, shit, I know some stuff about this. Somebody has to know and something. information is probably just pouring in. Oh, Yeah. Shit's going to get down and go down. I know it. There's no way. There's going to be some reward. Yeah. There's going to be a Tiger King, too. So they're going to call it Tiger Queen, and it's going to be all about the downfall of Carol Baskins. Ah, oh, I thought that was going to be a Joe thing. No. A Joe reference. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be about Carol and, and her downfall and how she, uh, her kingdom collapses. Husband slaughtering tiger lover. Yep. Anyway. Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Bethany Akintonic. You guys can find me on Instagram at Chard the Rich Man. Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe. <laughs> I am the new Jeff Lowe. Hear me roar. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, that's all we have for this episode. Until the next one, peace. peace.